The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Hey everybody! Hey, welcome, welcome, man. Uh, I'll tell you, it's uh, it's not WrestleMania season, but there is a hell of a lot of stuff going on right now in the realm of pro wrestling. We're gonna get to forty five minutes worth of it, and then <laughs> anything beyond that, well, you dickheads are gonna have to pay for. So, got a bit I of thought a fish of a new going pricing on? structure. New? Well, oh, <laughs> man. Man, if you only knew. Okay. If you only knew. Yeah. We don't have to waste our 45 precious minutes on it. No, we will not. No. Boy, oh boy. No, I just, uh, no, just, uh, just pissing off the fam again. Oh, cool. Just pissing them off. Um, yeah, uh, I know you have a small apartment, but get a Murphy bed for that thing is all I'm saying. (laughs) Where do we begin with so much shit going on right now between changes, departures, Card changes, shifts. I don't yeah. even know. I don't even know where to start. You, 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 you dealer's choice. You tell me where do we, where do we go after a, a after a tumultuous week in pro wrestling? Yeah. Well, luckily we already got the uh, Alpha Omega stuff out of the way in the last episode. So if you missed it and you want to hear us break down the Jericho and Omega sitch at New Japan, listen. <clears throat> oh, something came up there. <clears throat> oh yeah, listen to the last episode for that. Um, but yeah, this this will pretty much cover uh, Raw and SmackDown and its implications for Survivor Series. I think I'm having a stroke. Ha! All right. I'm yeah, okay. you're having a fucking situation over yeah, there right now. I'm all right. Uh, it's just exhaustion. Um, so we had two title changes. We have major match changes. Um, let's just start with that. Let's start with Raw, where where it all began uh, for the week. So the big news out of the big biggest news out of Raw, uh, we have new tag champions. The Bar defeated um, two thirds of the Shield. It was what Rollins and uh, Ambrose. Still no Reigns. Uh, he should come back this week. Uh, they're the new tag champs for Raw. I guess is their second or third time the Bar together. Uh, I At guess, least second. I, I think it's the second time. Yeah, yeah, I think it's. I think it's the second time. Yeah. So there's a little distraction by the New Day uh, with a little mini, not it, not a physical invasion, but a distraction uh, sort of invasion that kind of cost um, Rollins and Ambrose the match and their titles. So that looks to set up 
the Shield versus the New Day for Survivor Series and switches what was going to be the Usos versus Rollins and Ambrose to Usos versus The Bar. So two match changes right off the bat like that. Um, And, you know, I was looking forward to Rollins and Ambrose versus The Usos, uh, but I will take The Bar versus The Usos and I will certainly take The Shield versus The New Day. I'm actually looking forward more to uh, the new match of the Bar and the Usos, considering what the Usos have done. Yeah, uh, the past few pay per views, they've really been a highlight, especially Hell in the Cell, yeah. Summer Show, excuse me, Summer Slam pre show. Those guys, given whatever spot they're on on the card, it's become really the Usos have become much wa- must watch, and I've enjoyed the hell out of the Bar, uh, the Bar two big gnarly bruisers. I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for Cesaro to take that mouthpiece out to get a look at what's happening there, yeah. see if them teeth have grown back, or is he just going to keep those things in and do the Thwith Superman thing? Yeah. But it, it, I, either way, I, I don't need him talking. He's right. got kind of a like a like almost a silly Swiss bouncy cadence to his voice. He does. Uh, let Seamus do the talking. It's it really of the two bad accents in that group. He has the more palatable <laughs> one, and the then you've got one. a good. Three on three yes. with Ambrose and New Day. Excuse me, Ambrose, Rollins, and Roman Reigns against New Day. And um, yeah, that was very, very clever the way that they set that up on Raw with an implied invasion again and everyone runs out. And while yeah. everyone's back is turned, they go and do the, the sneaks of Daisy. And all of a sudden you've got new tag champs. Yeah. I think this card has actually shaped up to be much, much better than it originally looked three weeks prior. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, setting up of the brand loyalty and the brand versus brand thing, which still isn't really lighting the world on fire. It's not, that's not what's selling the pay-per-view is which brand uh, reigns supreme. It's the matches. Um, And it it speaks to um, the volume of fresh matchups. You know, we saw Usos and New Day for a while. They were all great, but it was, pretty much all they were doing so now we're getting something fresh uh with people on the other brands so that works um and yeah and the 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 world titles uh matches too which we'll get to in a couple minutes definitely is i feel bad that the only stinker on this card involves the miz that miz and corbin does nothing for me there's zero history miz is embroiled in the Strowman stuff right now yeah uh as Strowman's going, you know, Stone Cold style face. Yeah. And then suddenly after, unless something happens on Raw to course correct there, Miz and Corbin to me means nothing. And it's not a match I'm interested in. Well, there's a very good chance it could be Miz and Sin Cara. Because doesn't Sin Cara have a title match this coming Tuesday on SmackDown? And the way oh, they've shit, been uh, changing titles on TV shows recently, there's Care certainly a chance. Uh, Boy. I mean, it's a little... Uh, That's a pre-show match there for me, man. Yeah. There's just zero behind it. I mean, you had to go Corbin or... Or Sin Cara? Yeah, well, at least the Corbin and Miz stuff had the, um, you know, their promos on social media, which, you know, Miz just just tore him down. It was beautiful. Corbin tried, you know, he's, he's I mean, you know, nobody's going to hold Ain't a candle to the, the Miz mic. on the mic uh, at this point yeah. in Miz's career. He's top three uh, guys in in the whole federation right now in terms of uh, in terms of talking, um, and Corbin is you know 
bottom 10 if that so yeah uh the match itself you know it's it's heel versus heel but you know it's fresh i think there's some potential there you know corbin certainly has in-ring ability and miz is you know as stall a stalwart performer uh as they come so you know i'll watch it it's nowhere near the top of my most anticipated uh matches on the card um in, with Raw, and you were talking about the, uh, the 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 tease for the invasion. One of my favorite things has become overacting Angle. Uh, so whenever he sees a little whisper of anybody from SmackDown, like last week when Daniel Bryan showed up and he was on his little walkie-talkie, it's here, it's here, call everybody, call everybody, overacting yeah. Angle. And he did the same thing, just getting everybody out from the locker room when he saw the New Day in the crowd. Overacting Angle is one of my new favorite things because he's, you know, he's Angle. Gotta love him. Yeah, I mean, he he he, he turns up the dork. He and- does. You know, speaking of angle, that they're trying to salvage an angle with him and the Jason Jordan stuff, yeah. which stopped, started, sputtered, flopped, floundered, and now the they're putting him in the fifth spot. With yeah. a, I mean, it, it seems like there's ten people in this, and nine I make nine makes sense. Yeah. And Jordan, I guess they're trying to give him the rub and kind of you know um, fame by association. The only thing that could really do anything for me here is if he somehow costs yes. Angle or even team, he becomes this pariah character. There's been rumors for a while that Jordan was going to go heel because right. the goody two-shoes face shit is not working out. Mm-hmm. The dad Angle is dead in the water, mm-hmm. so you need to do something new with him. So he's obviously, from a prominent standpoint, the weak link in the chain. Oh yeah. Do you have him be the one that costs the team the match? And he becomes, as I said, this pariah back on Raw or some sinister double agent for SmackDown or something like yeah. that. I, I don't know what you do with him because just having him in a, you know, Rocky Maya via like role, this blue chipper ain't going to ain't going to come off well. Right. It's going to be a, it's going to stick out like a sore thumb and a, a, a match full of monsters. Right. And the angle, no pun intended, is already written with what you just said. He's Rocky Maya via. Like he is when the Rock, uh, when Rocky Maivia debuted at Survivor Series all those years ago, you know, and he got the die Rocky die chance and stuff like that. Obviously, it hasn't uh, gotten to that level uh, for Jason Jordan, but you know, follow that trajectory. So there's two different ways this could go with Jason Jordan. One, he could accidentally cost Team Raw the match, or he could purposefully do it. Turn heel, uh, turn on his father, that sort of thing. And that'll set up an angle Jordan match down the line. Because it looks like Kurt's pretty much, you know, up for matches. He's 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 pretty much active at this point. It's two straight pay-per-views with Angle uh, performing. Um, so I, I think... I think it'll be a purposefully purposeful uh, turn. I think maybe Jason will uh, will will turn heel uh, on his own accord, not by accident, not not the full pariah, but but full on heel. Yeah, I, I would hope that's the case, or they just make him this goddamn sacrificial lamb and let them just start turning turning him inside out as a training dummy. If they're not going to do anything with him, let Strowman just just. Turn on him. Let him turn on Joe. Let Strowman not work well with others. Right. And turn people inside out. By the way, breaking news. Uh-oh. Uh, WBAL TV 11's Lowell Melzer uh, comments and is responded to by The Rock. What? Lowell Melzer writes, I'm telling you, The Rock has range. Watching Moana with my kids, they go to bed, and then I watch Ballers on HBO 
hard to believe it's the same person. Dwayne responds, thanks, man. From singing songs of ocean voyages to pills and psychiatric evaluations, somehow I make it all work. Something for the whole family. Lowell Melzer's follow count going through the roof right now. Wow. Good on you, Lowell. The people that help put this podcast out for you. The Realm Network, who will probably never see another episode. Of bad habits. <laughs> Thanks for having that goddamn dream just turn into no, ash in my that's hands. That's not working like, out. Nope, that is not working out. Nothing will be soon. I'm telling you, get looking for another host. So, speaking of whoever is not going to be on Survivor Series uh-huh. at this point, gender, not champ, going right. to that for a second. Owens and Zane. Zane. Yeah. Where do you get into this? Well, you, Where you is- just got to address uh, what happened in the rumor surrounding it. So, um, I guess it was after SmackDown taped on Tuesday, they were sent back to the States. They, they are not finishing the rest of this uh, European tour. So, and there's nothing concrete. No, those Neither of those two guys have um, referenced it. They're tweeting, but not about that. Um, nor has the WWE officially commented on what happened either. But the, the rumor and scuttlebutt and uh, internet conjecture and sort of stuff is that uh, they went into business for themselves and um, didn't go take a post-match beatdown by the New Day on SmackDown. Um, some people are saying it was intentional. Some people are saying there was a, a miscommunication um, between them and, and everybody else that they just or they forgot. Um, it could be that. And there was also rumors that they've been really difficult and frustrated in the locker room recently. So obviously yeah, we can't speak to uh, any of been- that. I've read, you know, they're mildly unhappy. Yeah. I mean, people are trying to connect dots that might be too far apart to connect, but saying, you know, that they were good friends with Neville and good friends yes. with Jimmy Jacobs. Jimmy yeah. Jacobs fired. Neville walks out, not released. Yeah. They're basically keeping him in a kind of a limbo hostage situation. Yeah, they're as they, uh, him. The rumors are that they're, you know, making him a bit of an example to people. If you're going to walk out on us, we're going to keep you from making money. Yep. So well, he's now still getting paid, have, though. He's he's getting paid, but he's losing um, right potential bookings he, and he's it. losing bookings. He's losing top of mind awareness. That's true. That's true. I mean, I've I've spoken with some people uh, kind of off the record, and I won't get into monies, but you know they bring in guys like Swagger, uh-huh. who is just out of the public eye forever, yeah. and Swagger ain't getting rich right now. Right. All right. right Swagger's right. going and working in indies and stuff right now, and. You and I could afford to pay him to be on this fucking podcast by the sounds of it. Wow. And he was a WWE champion. He was a world champion, yeah. But you're out of the public eye for a hot second, and it doesn't mean shit to shit anymore. If you're hot and fresh, and the next thing you know, you're out, and you're back on the indies immediately, you're working well. But it sounds like they're going to ice him out. Mm. And getting back to Owens and Zayn, you know, maybe they're unhappy about this. Who knows? Then you read that there was just a big miscommunication. Right. And is sort of a punishment for that. Not that nothing that's going to be uh, uh, far-reaching implications, repercussions. They'll come back to the states. They'll sort of pick up where they left off. Right. But but you have to think. Owens went and Zane went from one of the bigger swerves at Hell in the Cell with the Zane turn. Yeah. And Owens being a thorn in Shane's side, and I'm going to sue you into oblivion, and I'm going to run this company to being. A distant afterthought, yeah. and then neither one of them make the SmackDown team. 
I mean, God love Bobby Roode, but Bobby Roode is like a more successful Apollo Crews at this point. <laughs> Owens would have been the better pick for that team. Right. Um, and it, that, now he's he's nothing. Not even Jinder is not even on this card. I Jinder, know. He was a world champ for like yeah. six months almost. Uh, so let's let's get to that. That We were talking last episode, what do they do? There's no scenario that makes sense with this Brock versus Jinder, AJ challenge for, for the title. You either have AJ lose to Jinder, right. or Jinder loses to AJ, but they haven't gone on this fucking Indian tour yet. Right. And you know whoever they're going to put in there with Brock, they're just going to feed to the beast. They, the, the, the suspicion is that he's not going to lose until he loses to Roman and Mania for right. the title. So is this, is this sort of a lame duck champion? Like, I'm glad that AJ's got the title, and I'm hoping they're swerving us, and it's going to be a huge pop. What's a bigger pop for the Indian people? For Jinder to walk in the champion and defend it, or, or to walk in there. the challenger and win it. Yeah, that's that's a valid point. And they have, you know, there, there's a precedent for uh, changing titles, uh, championships on foreign ground, as in this past week. Um, but and even doing it off TV, they've been doing that more and more recently. So that's certainly a possibility. Um, I think there, and there's still time because that's not till December. So there's still time for this match to happen. He invokes a rematch clause on a SmackDown in two weeks and wins it back by some kind of shenanigans. That's certainly uh, a possibility. So he can walk in to this tour of India, the champion again. But I, I think, I think it's better for him to to walk out to the champion and walk in the challenger. Um, in terms of Survivor Series. I mean, it, it became a, a can't-miss show now. That's a dream match that, you know, we've been or, uh, wanting for, for quite some time, ever since, you know, AJ came to the WWE. It's been on the list uh, to see him against Brock Lesnar. And, you know, yeah, Brock's going to win. Um, but what kind of match that we get is where my anticipation is. Um, if we get, you know, sure, there's going to be a lot of German suplex, but I, I really hope that they give him... Uh, as an AJ, a decent amount um, of offense, you know. So AJ's the smaller guy. He's got the David Goliath thing going on there. So, you know, I think the match can be awesome. I just hope they they see that. And I think they do, which is why they, they gave us this match, um, that the possibility is there for, for a special moment. I just really hope they give it to us because they have a tendency of not doing that sometimes. <laughs> and I also like to think that, you know, Brock is a special character and sort of an attraction, yeah. but... I feel like we're on the other side of that curve right now yeah. with Brock. Yeah. The Brock thing, I'm going to be good with up until Rumble and then Mania. And then you're either going to need to start doing something special with him, something different from him. But let me guess, my name is Paul Heyman. He'll cut an interesting promo with some pretty good wordplay. He's going to do the Suplex City bitch. The Suplex City bitch is turning into his Stone Cold's what? You've kind of painted yourself into the corner with, I mean, if you think, if you go back and look at some of the old pre-Dick Chess Tattoo Brock Lesnar uh-huh. matches back in the day with Triple H versus Rock and everybody else, uh, some of that slop shit with the early Goldberg back in the day, mm-hmm. he's actually wrestling. Yeah. He's actually doing maneuvers. These days, it is suplex, 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 right. suplex, 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 huh. knee on the ground, F5 over. Yeah, It's becoming very one note with Brock. And it's a devastating bit that he does, but it's becoming uh, a little too one note for me. Yeah. That I 
I'm going to need to see something different on the other side of this. I'm okay with more of it. Mm -hmm. I need AJ to get some offense in. This is going to be a little preview of what a Balor Brock match could have looked like, which could still happen. Could still happen. Maybe who knows? It seems like they've kind of you know decelerated what they were doing with Finn. It's probably going to be Finn and Joe in the new year by the looks of it. They're kind of working towards programs there, Mm -hmm. Um, but. I, I, I'm I'm sort of winding down on Lesnar a little bit unless they mix it up or do something else with him. Um, oh, this was something else that was breaking tonight. So are you watching all the Bludgeon Brothers promos? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I saw that they uh, they came out in their old ring gear. At They're a, done. At a house Bludgeon show. Brothers, by the looks of it, are uh, they're already going back to Harper's music. Their old outfits... And people are saying, oh, they might be doing that for a one-night thing. There's no Bray involved. Right. That they might have already pulled the plug on the Bludgeon Brothers before the Bludgeon Brothers officially debuted on a television program. And I'm not unhappy. No, me either. I mean, it was corny as shit. And I think that this is an opportunity for the fashion police to really dig in and make a really good joke out of this. Cause that's been the tease yes. is that it's been the blood. I mean, it's been overtly said that it was the bludgeon brothers this whole time. So I think, I think they, if they, if they write it well enough, this could be the payoff could be in the fashion police, which is a sentence that I never thought I would, I would be saying. It's a far <laughs> more over subject. I mean, a segment, yeah. the, the, the fashion police, both those workers are great. People yeah. love, those fashion police segments and these bludgeon brother things have just been such meandering goof shit, hot topic D and D player. Like the stuff that they're saying in the promos, it, it, it doesn't mean anything. It's almost Bray. It is. It is. The it's, world it's, is a virus and we're going to smash the virus out. And that, the world is awful and we're here to make it worse. And now we're going to beat up this stump. Yes. Like the fuck yeah. is what did that stump do to you? What did that spruce tree that has already been knocked over? There's nothing <laughs> left of it. It's just two dipshits in the woods. Sort of like when Matt Hardy was doing that bit, that angelic Diablo that I love to fucking poke fun at. <laughs> he just goes into the fucking woods. There's nothing scary about right. that. Oh, speaking of which, I need to kind of take the knees out from under, maybe suck the wind out of the sails of a new internet darling that I bought the fucking shirt. So okay. I'm buying into the machine. But I watched that New Japan uh, uh, junior, heavy, that junior championship match with Skrull. Uh-huh. And it was a fine match. Fine match. Okay. I had no idea that he was on that British boot camp show alongside Spud. I told you that last week. We talked well, about I didn't it on the podcast. Know, I didn't know that he was also on a dating show, he, is what I meant to say. Uh, he, what? He was on a British dating Get show. Get out. I didn't know that. Yeah, Skrull is a fucking dork. <laughs> Skrull is a goddamn dweeb. I started watching promos of his. Have you seen any of the videos that he's done as the villain pre-Bullet Club, pre-Being the Elite. Uh, where to be honest, I don't think so. It's very artistically shot mm-hmm. and a lot of strange edits and him wandering the beach and twirling his umbrella and all this shit. And he is delivering some Bray-like monologues that are unfucking intelligible I mean, this is ultimate warrior quality you know, push the plane into a nosedive Hogan right. versus Bray. 
When Saudi Oman, where the people live, but no one's home, and the lights are on, but there's no bulb in the lamp. What are you talking about, Bray? <laughs> Skrull does that. Really? And it's fucking really stupid. And <laughs> the matches themselves are absolutely fine. Yeah. And, you know, God love them. But I was like, let's let's, let's see. What's this villain character? Well, who is who is the villain? Right. And the villain plays a lot of fucking Pathfinder. The villain is the villain is is deep in the D&D game. It right. is. It is a fucking LARP. It is bad. And um, it's funny. I, I'm talking about this now because, uh, again, I'm out of podcasts to listen to okay. on the way to work on my four and a half day fucking commute. And I, I eventually I have to fall back into the goddamn cabana thing because right. I saw that the elite are on okay. with Omega and the Bucks. Have you ever watched any Being the Elites? Uh, no, I don't have time. I wish. I'd like to. Neither do I. I've, I've watched them in traffic while speeding, no seatbelt, and they're silly skits. Right. They're very silly, and if you're fans of them, you're probably fans of that, and Cody's a hoot and a holler, and, you know, this is stuff that's done on what I guess looks to be an iPhone. Yeah. These fucking, these, these, these three. Yeah, they're nerds. Omega included. Talk about being the elite YouTube videos like they're shooting the next Avatar. Yeah. They're talking about these videos the way that Scorsese conceptualizes his next great mobster <laughs> classic, like a fucking Coppola uh-huh. would put together a goddamn Godfather discussing storylines and plot sure. and equipment that they're buying. And I'm like, it, they sound awful. It sounds like someone is holding a, 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 an iPhone 4, uh-huh. wobbling the phone around, and you're talking about boom mics and stabilization Dude. cameras and... The 8-bit intro is a fucking hoot, and they're very silly until you hear them, discuss them, and you're like, oh, you guys really think you're crafting the next great Criterion classic here. Come on, man. You, um, you've got to. you got to buy into your own brand. If you don't, oh, if you don't buy your own brand and, and sell it, why, why would anybody else watch it? Oh, no. It's had the opposite effect. I'm, I'm completely out. It's... Kenny talks about these things with no sense of irony where some of the concepts that Matt and Nick uh, work on, really the storylines, they really tie into a lot of the in-ring angles that I wish I could be there for more of them, but we're signed at individual companies and in a better world, we would be on set at the same time and could sort of sync the story. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) You shoot these things in the... The manager's office of whatever fucking right. restaurant you guys are wrestling yeah. in. And it's and if they're just that, that's fine. Imagine you and I talked about good cop, rad cop. <laughs> but we treated it we treated oh, it man. like a deleted director's commentary scene from Heat. You're right. And we talk about having to get Kristoff in character I mean, and to see to it that he really truly believed that when he popped over the back seat and said mother bitches and he said mother bitches to Surprise, us Surprise, mother bitches we we actually wrote that nine months ahead of time and we actually went through a, a variety of different accents and even body languages until we really settled on the proper surprise mother bitches yeah. and we really thought we said to ourselves you know we got some shut the actual fuck up. They go on what I thought was going to be a five-minute segment, and then, okay, hey, talk to us about the Elite, talk to us about New Japan, talk to us about Ring of Honor. 
they talk about this goddamn video series of theirs to to such a degree that I'm like, I might, I might throw my fucking shirts away. They're so fucking. They're like Nick. I'm into Kenny. I don't want to hear interviewed again. Right. And Matt. I need someone to slip him a fucking Ambien because he's crawling up the walls talking about these things and Colt's being Colt where he's just asking dumb shit and fucking going into business for himself talking about right. his stupid kid's book. Um, <laughs> but yes, getting all the way back. He has a kid's book now because fucking why wouldn't, why wouldn't he? he? Getting getting all the way back to uh, our, our, our original topics well, we're, of what we're, we're, we're talking about here. I don't know. We, we veered really... Well, we're talking about dorks and we're talking oh, okay. about the Bludgeon Brothers and oh, it sounds yeah. like that Harper and Rowan will be Harper and Rowan. Bray is healthy. Bray is back. Does... Is there a surprise appearance at Survivor Series? Is there... Hmm. Is there someone that shows up? Is a reunited Wyatt family... Do they interject themselves into the three-on-three New Day versus Shield? Do they show up in the main event? Do they somehow cost AJ the title against Brock? So he, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Does Jinder do that? Do yeah. any of the people not involved, Zayn, Owens, Jinder, Bray, Harper Rowan, mm-hmm. do any of them make an appearance at Survivor Series in an unannounced capacity? I think the the most likely scenario of those would be either Owens or Zayn. Uh, obviously, depending on their status with the company once we get to Survivor Series, which is a week away. So what, the 19th, I think? Uh, that's Sunday. Um, I would... You know, if I if I had to guess, and I know Dick about what's going on. I'm just guessing. Um, I'm I'm guessing that they'll still be around and in you know relatively good fortune with the company. Maybe they got a little heat on them uh, in the uh, in the back or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but storyline wise, which is what I'm basing this off of, um, that makes the most sense because of they they've been. Um, you know, antagonistic with Shane McMahon, especially Owens, for the past couple months now. So Shane's spearheading his team SmackDown. Um, I would want to come out and interfere with that and make sure that doesn't uh, work out to his specifications. So that's that's my money. Also, no Kane either. I, who's what? been? I know what the fuck. Why? I know Kane, who has been. I mean, you're you're not saying like I'm not like upset at a lack of Kane, but well, I mean you built him they up. have pushed him to the moon yeah. recently, and he's not there now. Not everyone can get on the card. I get that, right? All right, but you've got you found room for Alicia Fox. You found room for for uh, Jason jo- Jason Jordan uh-huh. on this card. Well, and, yeah, but, but you somehow on a can't have ten person match though. But they're still on the card. Well, yeah, but and I your mean, former champion gender ain't. Yeah, and, and people that are in, in in positions of prominence recently are not. And I mean, you got Enzo and fucking Kalisto. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just I'm I'm surprised now. I'll, honestly, I'm not upset because I don't need this thing to turn into a five hour slot. Well, it's already going to be four. I don't need this thing. Ugh, God damn it, guys. Less is more. I know. I don't need this thing to turn into like watching two fucking NFL games back to back. I need this thing to be palatable and move it forward, keep some good momentum. Um, I- I'm Speaking of which, I'm still baffled that Alicia Fox, out of fucking nowhere, has taken such a role of prominence yeah. on Team Raw. Not just, not just in the match, but the team captain. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you know, uh, Bliss uh, is the champ, so she has her own match against Natty. So you had the rest of the division, of which there may be only four or five other people since uh, Emma and uh, Summer Rae are out. So, you know, the Bailey stuff is kind of taking a back burner. Sasha hasn't really been lighting the world on fire either. Just announced the team as everyone except Dana, Dana Brooke. Brooke. Yeah, pretty much. Because that's, that's what it is. It'll be, you know, Sasha's on it now. Foxy's on it now. Nia's on it now. Um, and then, uh, are, who am I missing? They're doing a triple threat match on Monday between Bailey, Mickey James, and whoever the fuck else is left. Dana Brooke, I guess. Um, yeah. And then that person gets on the team, but that was only that only makes four people. Who am I missing? I think Foxy, there's a triple threat match um, coming up to see who Sasha. who's going to be. Uh, be. I mean, because there's only three three on the team right now, right? Who am I missing? Right now on on Team Raw, Alicia Fox, yeah. Nia Jax, Asuka, and oh, Banks. Oh fuck, Asuka. I forgot Asuka. Asuka's on. Ah, shit. Okay, you don't even need a four. looking at you. Only need Asuka uh, versus everybody. Yeah, it's just Asuka versus fucking nine other women, and she mauls oh, them I all. forgot about Asuka because she's in a league of her own. No, you know, I mean, hell, that has to be the story, right? Everybody else gets eliminated, and Asuka runs through the SmackDown division? I guess. I guess there's a triple – well, there's a triple threat match coming up with Mickey James, well, Dana yeah. Brooke, and Bailey. Ba- Bailey it's got to be Bailey. Yeah. It's got to be Bailey. Yeah. There's no way they fucking have James or Dana Brooke. Right. James before Brooke, but still. Yeah, so so yeah. Bailey will win it, I mean and get in the match, but you know, if if I'm if I'm booking, I I, I the the raw comes down, you know, to Asuka against, you know, at least three of the five SmackDown women and she runs her way through. I never thought about that. She's she has to. Can has you call to. this a loss if she loses if in she the gets middle pinned, of it? Does yes. that count as a loss? If she gets pinned, she is get, that the is that her first yeah. quote unquote loss? Yeah. Even though she was, it was an elimination versus did she? What? She didn't lose a match. What if her team wins? I don't think that counts as a loss, but it's her first pinfall. If she, Oscar's got to win this. Thing. Yes, the team Raw has to win, and Oscar has to be at least the one, if not one, of the last couple people standing. Um, it's got to come down to Oscar Flair. It she can't right. be because so far. They're they're limp dick in their way through her on the main roster, feeding her fucking nobodies. To by the way, a fucking bleh fucking reaction from people. Yeah, they need watch some of those crowds. They don't give a hot fuck once that match gets started. They are boring. I don't know who these women are. I don't know why they're doing the Strowman Ryback fucking routine. Why they got to do this? They can feed them actual people. Feed her a. Tem- uh, not Tamina, feed her an Alicia Fox, feed her a Dana Brooke. Right. Well, they did with Emma you know, a couple times. Yeah, they did, and then they fucking blew her out. Yeah. I mean, bring bring some. Do it. Why haven't you brought up an NXT person randomly in a while? They did that for a year or two. They would bring up true. someone from NXT, and they brought up Charlotte when she was the women's NXT mm-hmm. champion, and then got her ass beat by not Natty and sent her back down. Bring up someone. Bring up Peyton Royce. Let him right. have a match and you know whoop her ass and bring her back down. Uh, Jen on ten forwarded me an interesting booking idea. She was fantasy booking this thing okay. and said, "Okay, you have the team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Let that headline, and you know have uh, have Lesnar versus AJ before that, and you have the traditional Survivor Series match headline this thing. And in the very last moments of it." A five-man NXT team comes oh, down. Oh, that would be great. 
and gets in there and does a hashtag NXT invasion. Yeah. And by winning, they get to claim someone. Or by if they win, they all get to be on the main roster. Ooh. Or they get to pick someone to take back to NXT with them okay. or something like that. You get like, I don't know, the Undisputed Era, uh, uh, McIntyre, and Sullivan mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, yeah, no, I like that yeah. idea. Fun fantasy booking, absolutely no fucking Not way. And, and three different levels of heaven that they pull it no, off. But no. still, interesting. What do you think um, about... Um the UK division is uh, coming to the cruiserweight division. Pe- yeah. Well, so hold on. Explain this to me because I know that uh, Dunn came out right, and had a match and- with Enzo champion versus champion. Um, and and I yeah. think what's going to happen is they're going to roll the UK guys because they're all under 205 to my knowledge. If I'm interpreting this right, um, they're all going to be part of the cruiserweight division. So there's going to be two titles in the cruiserweight division. That's weird. Plus, um, Dunn, I think, is defending that title against Roderick Strong at NXT TakeOver. So I guess they're not keeping it in the division. It's going to end up like the European title was back in the day. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, but I like the injection of that that talent because I like those UK guys. Like, t- Yeah, Tyler Bate, yeah. Mark Andrews, Dunn, Jordan Devlin. You're going to bring those guys in. And it's got sort of a, you know, a whatever-sized roster compared to... 205 and I mean and 205 isn't like dripping with people I mean hell if you even go to uh, WWE.com there isn't a UK superstars page yeah there's there's alumni and e- there's an ECW alumni superstars page <laughs> and there's nothing for the UK guys so fold them in bring up Hideo Itami yeah, who's apparently right. going to join 205 too. bring up yeah Spud's bring on coming Spud in after his visa stuff gets worked out allegedly yeah, after they get all that shit handled, does that okay with the in, with the injection of the UK guys, with the injection of a Spud, a Hideo Itami, does that get people tuning in to two hundred five on the network, or do they still need their own place on television outside of the occasional random purple ringed match on Raw? Um, I think they two hundred five is still not cracking the top ten on the network. No, I know. Uh, I think it did for a couple weeks once Enzo joined. He did generate some interest in it. Um, yeah. But I think it's 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 fizzled off a little bit again. Um, I think at least for a couple weeks, just like it did with Enzo, that'll it'll get some extra eyes on it to see how they do it. And it's on, you know, it's on the creative team to uh, give them storylines and give them time to put on uh, good matches. That's that's what it comes down to. We've been talking about it since the Cruiserweight Classic. Those matches were what got the Cruiserweight Classic over, not the personalities doing WWE style matches. So, you know, if you have the uh those guys do the those types of matches and um with some fresh blood, I think it can help rejuvenate and maybe maybe get it uh in decent footing. Yeah, and I, I was surprised they gave Enzo as much offense as they gave him yeah, against Dunn. Dunn. Because Dunn is just such a scary, you know, like he says, the bruiser yeah. weight and uh and and and, and Dunn I don't know. I'm not saying it wasn't a toothless victory, but sort of dulled his edge by having to have Kalisto Kalisto help him out in that match. Like, I think he should have just come down. I mean, just hit him with something fucking awful. I'm like, literally knock him out. Yeah. Just knock him out clean. And I I love his finisher, the the bitter end that uh, it's like a, what, a a pump handle flatliner. 
Yeah, it's that's great. exactly what it is. Yeah, it's a pump oh, handle flatliner. It. It's great. And I love. I mean, I just love everything about Dunn. He's a scary looking guy. Yeah. I like the bruiser weight gimmick. I like the fact that he's got the the belt in his teeth. Yeah. You know, he's got that weird Edward James almost pockmark-looking yes. fucking face. I mean, he's a hideous cocksucker. Yeah. That guy is as British as they <laughs> No. All apologies to our British contingency of listeners. All two of you. If we have, do we have people in Britain? Yeah, yeah, we got people in Britain Get the and fuck in out uh, of here. Ireland. Yeah, yeah, we really we to the UK. I'm gonna need this. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need to see some data. <laughs> I'm gonna need to see some data because we don't even have anybody in fucking Annapolis, and I live. Well, well, there's uh, what? Well, Paul is uh, is the big guy in England. He's like bros with Matt Riddle. Oh shit, he sent me an ID. He got Matt Riddle to record really? us an ID, and I fucking forgot about it. It's still sitting in my Get the inbox. Share, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. thanks, buddy, for for helping us out there. Like, you Shout know what? Out. You get. We'll do. We'll do the podcast just for him. <laughs> we'll do it. Just for him at that point. I'm just saying we got some we got some UK friends out there, so we appreciate you. Yes, bring us over. Oh my God! Speaking of fucking road trips, my dad is a million goddamn years old, and I he he traveled cross country like an elderly dipshit, and he, I tried to set him up with a GPS on his phone, a Garmin GPS. Okay. Dumb fuck still gets lost, and he calls me. By the way, he just gets back. Does he call me to tell me about how his trip? No. no. He calls me to talk to me for 20 minutes about how his goddamn phone is getting pop-up ads for some sort of adult oh, no. website infection file. And he's like, I don't look at adult things on my phone. If I'm going to look at a pornography website, oh. I use my computer oh, God. so I can really, really see what I'm looking at and enjoy it a lot. I'm like, uh. I don't want to hear about your fucking porn-watching habits, Dad. <laughs> the fact that you need a nice big 27-inch monitor to watch whatever atrocious goddamn Weinstein meets Seagal uh. CK-type fucking activities you're getting off to, you dirty old prick. Mm. He, he talks to me for 45 minutes about his trip Across country. Uh, was this just for, Never, for fun? Just to drive cross country for fun? He had to draw. He, oh, Jesus Christ. He can't. He. He's fucking got the rot brain, man. He's got whatever that goddamn cordyceps virus was in The Last of Us on PlayStation 4 that made people's heads turn into mushrooms. My father is patient zero. <laughs> Some lady asks him, would you mind driving this car of mine across country to my daughter because she doesn't want to pay for a car delivery fee, which I've done that before, and it's expensive, yeah. and we'll pay for you to fly back. And my dad has heard free airline ticket, right. not thinking, you're going to drop $1,000 in gas, 500 oh, bucks in he food. He had to put out money for the gas and everything? They just paid to fly his ass back. Oh, my God. So for two, it took him two weeks to get from... Oh. From Maryland to Washington State, Washington he gets State. lost like as fuck. He gets, dude. He he gets so fucking lost. Oh god! His GPS shits out on him. He doesn't have a phone charger. Don't you just take seventy it, west all the way to fucking? Not my old man. He fucking goes off the beaten path. Jesus. He gets so goddamn lost. <laughs> he doesn't tell me about how the trip goes. He just bitches about his phone. <sighs> And then talks about how his girlfriend's cat died the day he got back and walked me through the final three days of this cat's life when it was just pissing and shitting everywhere. Oh, fun. And I'm like, did you see Redwoods? <laughs> did you see the fucking Space Needle? Did you get to see the goddamn, the, the, the Los Angeles Dome? Yeah. Did you get to see 
Did did what, did you Rushmore. do anything? Yeah. Did you go to Mount Rushmore? Did you see the fucking salt flats? Yeah. Did you drive anywhere near El Paso or in the northern region near the Canadian border? Did you run into them fucking turning down Cornet as he tried to cross into the fucking <laughs> land of the Maple Leaf? Did you see anything? And he's just bitching that his phone won't fucking get online and his girlfriend's cat died and essentially just expelled all of its liquids in its final uh. moments and he had to carry the cat in and and he had like shit and puke all over his shirt and then uh they decided that night to go to red lobster where they can enjoy lobster three different ways including scampi alfredo and grilled coconut lobster which is a spin-off on coconut shrimp yeah. which if you like unlike this fucking podcast because you're a demon what coconut shrimp you're a shit human being coconut shrimp Tastes like a clown's dick. Uh, you don't coconut <laughs> shrimp are awful. Do you not like, you coconut like coconut at all? Coconut sucks to begin with. It's nature's styrofoam, <laughs> and if you ruin a perfectly good shrimp with coconut, you're the same. You're the same dumb fuck that enjoys lobster mac and cheese. Lobster <laughs> mac and cheese is awful. Lobster mac and cheese. No one's ever had a piece of lobster, which is overrated to I begin with. I was just going to say that. I don't even like lobster to begin with. Here, here, because you're a gourmand with a fanciful taste. Lobster is shitty fish. Lobster is terrible crap. Yeah. Lobster is bad shrimp. You have been lied to. <laughs> they used to feed fucking lobsters to Australian inmates. And then one day, the same... I think the great, 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 great grandfather, the guy that came up with the Snuggie, who said, hey, let's just wear this robe backwards. <laughs> These fuckwits will buy it. Said, hey, instead of charging a dollar for one of these shrimp, let's go ahead and charge fucking... 30 yeah. bucks a pound for one of these things. And here's what else we'll do. The same people that will buy two gold lions and put them in front of their front door the day after they win the lottery because they think that's something that rich Stature, people do, yeah. took and got lobster and said, you know what would pair well with this crustacean? The shittiest cheese we can get. <laughs> the shittiest cheese and the most overcooked macaroni. Let's put this together. Lobster mac and cheese is trash. Coconut shrimp are trash. And the fact that Jason Jordan is the 10th member of fucking Survivor Series main event is also trash. Jason Jordan is coconut shrimp. Dip him in ranch sauce because he is the worst. Dip him. Dip him in fucking macaroni and cheese. Fry him up and make him an endless app of TJI fuck this. Hailing from the Hidden Valley, Jason Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U-C-E-G-J-2-1 N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase l, capital D, N, 7, lowercase c, 3, lowercase r, lowercase f, U, V, Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay.
Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House Podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.